Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, lift your hands to God and just give Him praise and thank Him. Father, we just love you. We thank you. We acknowledge your sweet presence right here. Thank you for the tangible presence that it's so... The fragrance is so strong here. And we just want to say we love you. We, we acknowledge you. Everyone all over this room, lift your hands to God and just give him praise and just give him glory. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Glory be to God. Um, David, please come. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Glory be to God. All right. Are you, are you in sync? All right. There's a song I was hearing in my heart morning when I woke up and um, as much as possible everyone else I can come in so I can hear the word and everyone can um, we can stop activities if they are doing activities outside now there's a song I was hearing this morning as I woke up and we're going to sing that song over and over and over and over and over again um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and that song I believe is a song of the spirit Maiwa are you there? Are you ready? Okay, be fast. People will be looking like, ah, TV PS and this my my cat and dog. Don't worry, he's my mistress, so he, he has to keep me in into those things. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you prayed up? Uh, you did pray. I, I joined in and I saw, you know, that's good. Now, I wanted to say amen to what you've prayed for. Say amen. You know, Crefro Dollar taught us this way. I remember him talking about how he and um, Kenneth Copeland were on a plane. And they were flying and Kenneth Copeland started to pray in tongues. And Kenneth Copeland would pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. Then he would stop and say, Amen. I believe I receive it. He would pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. Then he say, Amen. I believe I receive it. Then Kenneth, um, Crefro Dollar would look at Kenneth Copeland and say, Oh, I was at this before. And then he too would pray in tongues long, 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 long. And then he would say, Amen. I believe I receive it. You must learn how to do that. Let me tell you what Amen means. Nothing is accomplished in the Godhead until man says Amen. Amen means I agree. Are you hear what I'm saying? If I prophesy over you and you don't say an Amen in agreement to what I've prophesied, I've only spoken words over you. If any of you shall agree as touching anything here on earth, that would I do. Somebody say amen. So lift your hands and say that which I've prayed for, I agree. Say amen. amen. Lift your two hands and shout amen. amen. Shout it amen. Shout it amen. Shout it amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning when I woke up, I heard this song in my spirit and I was singing it over and over and over again and I want us to sing it. 
and then I'll teach you the song for Lekki. Yeah. <laughs> but a simple song. It says, Our Father who art in heaven, Amen. I'll be your name. Our Father, Our Father who art in heaven, Amen. Hallowed be your name. Our Father, who art in heaven, Amen. Hallowed be your name. Our Father. By now, you should know I'm a perfectionist until you get it. First time I was like, this pastor is a mad pastor. Like, <laughs> but we're going somewhere, and I need to journey with us together into it. It's just, you know how we put. Teach him. You know what I'm doing. You've gotten it now, with the drums, with the bars, with everything loud. All right. Our Father, not fast, David. Our Father who. In heaven, lift your hands, everyone. All right, thank you, David. Thank you, David. Lift your hands. Uh, I'll sing it for you, and then we'll sing together. Our Father who art in heaven, Amen. Our Father. Trauma here that can get it. That's what I want. That's what you're doing now. With the bass, with everything loud. Aha. Uh -huh. There's a roar I want us to get into because we're going to pray. And I don't just want us to, there's something I want us to hit and know to the spirit. That's it. So pray this. When you pray for me, you pray in the spirit. Hallowed be your name, Karabakatalabas. Hallowed be your name, Karabakatalabaha.
our Father who art in heaven. Amen. <laughs> hallow be your name. Do you know the meaning of hallow? It means that we exalt you. We proclaim only you are Lord. That's what it means. Father, who art in heaven, amen, hallowed be your name, oh, our Father, who art in heaven, amen. I'm going to give you two minutes to pray in the spirit, everyone.
as I was coming in right here, I saw a fallopian tube that was blocked. And I saw that as we began to pray, I saw that there was a pass-through, there was a flow. And I speak in the authority of Christ right now. Whatsoever that represents, in the name of Jesus that is above every other name, we command it to open through right now. With the agreement of believers in this room, we agree by faith. Let there be a through right now. We agree. That's why we said amen. Hello be your It is done. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Change the sound for me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. You know, is it the prayer that is prayed one hour? Okay, let's try it again. Good morning, everyone. Great. All right, this morning, I am just going to teach them something very simple. Um, It's very simple. Um, And I would be speaking on the Holy Spirit, but I would just touch on a few things. And then the next session, and I want you to please listen to me, everyone. The next session after this, I think that's the afternoon session. That would be, I think, not only the longest teaching all through the feasts but I think that it might be the most powerful I want you to listen to me very closely that's why I've warned you ahead because it's going to be long it's going to be like two hours of word or maybe even three hours And what I'm going to be teaching on in that session is from Mark 16, verse 17. And in that session, I am going to cover from beginning to the end demons and demonology. That's what I'm going to teach on in that session. I'm going to break it down from the beginning, from how demons even came to being in the first place to where their hope is and to your role in dealing with them it's truly going to be a bible and a minister school because i'll tell you children of god there are many things that we actually see that are totally manifestations of demonic spirits 
And I feel compelled to help believers understand this. And the glory of God, I'm going to do a little teaching extensive on it. Very extensive on it. I'm not going to hurry. I'm not going to take my time. I'm not going to rush it. Pardon me. I'm going to take my time. And I'm going to teach it. This, that session, I don't want you to miss it. And once I'm done with that session, all resident pastors of the new, you're going to share that session with all. And that's the session I'm making mandatory to be shared across all installations. Every single member of the new, it's going to be a crime. If I meet any member in the next two weeks and I said, have you heard the message on demon and demonology? And they said, no. Then I know the pastor has not done the job well. It's very important. What we are teaching during this feast is the things that the Holy Spirit has alighted in my heart for the year 2022. And that's why I want you to please pay very close attention. That's next session. And that's why I'm going to close this session very quickly so that you can go back home if you have to and refresh. And then come ready for that session and in that session i will teach demons and demonology and then i'm going to combine it with a power gift like i said i was going to teach um a few um first corinthians chapter 12 the gift of the spirit i'm going to focus here on the power gifts the workings of miracles the gift of faith and the gifts of healing i'm going to teach it according and in connection with demons and demonologies and I'm going to also touch on the shining of spirit because there is no way you can truly understand the operations and casting out of devils without understanding the shining of spirits. So I'm going to teach it in a foundational way that even a new convert would understand it. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, I am going to teach on what I titled by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit and you. The Holy Spirit and you. The Holy Spirit and you. Um, technical team I'll please implore you to please work on all of this for that session the, the keyboard the drums everything it's not it's not working for me all right so please let's fix this it's very important it has to be fixed mark chapter 16 and verse 17 mark 16 I'll just manage it to work with but struggling mark 16 and verse 17 Thank you, Jesus. Let's read this together, everyone. One, two, ready, read. One, two, ready, and read. And this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Spirit of the living God, in this session, I ask that your spirit would open the eyes of our understanding. I pray right now that our eyes will be flooded with so much light 
that we would see and know what your spirit is saying to us to the glory and the honor of your name in jesus mighty name we pray and the church says aloud amen for the past two weeks i have been teaching on the holy spirit last sunday or two sundays ago in the new ikeja i taught on the person of the holy spirit and i focused majorly in that teaching the trinity god the father god the son and god the holy spirit and then we moved over to akure for the start of the feast and i taught on the importance of praying in the spirit the attributes of a Christian and of a believer, particularly the one who has received the Holy Spirit. One of the first evidence of you receiving the Holy Spirit is the evidence of praying in tongues. If you've not heard that message, I'll implore you to go and listen to it on YouTube, the new church on YouTube. It's the first message I taught at the feast on praying in the Spirit. I truly believe I've heard too many testimonies about that message and how it has poured many people to pray. I remember someone messaging me last night and talking to me about how, you know, she could not even stop praying even up to now just by listening to those messages. And so I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that message again if you can. And you should. And then I went ahead as well. And all through the feast, I started talking about the Holy Spirit until I got to um, the gifts of the Spirit. This morning, I want to talk about the importance and why is it important to walk with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the most powerful force on the earth. He is the third person in the Godhead. And this person, the Holy Spirit, I truly believe his walkings on the earth is one that many believers haven't truly understood its operation we're very easy it's very easy pardon me for everyone to say God the Father and because many times when we worship in church we just say God we thank you and we are really just talking about that God that sits on the throne and when you see a cockroach that you're trying to kill, you shout, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But the Holy Spirit is one of the, the person in the Trinity that many of us, we haven't fully accustomed ourselves to. It's always when we say, thank you, Holy Spirit in church, or lift your hands and acknowledge the Holy Spirit. That's when most times many of us truly remember there is something called the holy spirit but you see when jesus was going to be with the lord he said i'm not going to leave you helpless i'm going to send to you the comforter the most important person on the earth so he's going to lead you he's going to guide you and he's going to teach you in which way you should go he says most importantly he's going to lead you into all truth and he asked the disciples in the book of Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 1 at first, he said that they should go and wait and tarry in Jerusalem for the promise of the Spirit. And in Acts chapter 2, scripture says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the Holy Spirit fell upon them 
and they began to speak in other tongues and that was the first time we saw with the evidence of praying in the spirit and believers at that time started to pray in the spirit and if you look at the church of of acts of the apostles you know during the preparation of the feasts I didn't complete it but I tried to read again I've read the book of Acts over and over and over again at least I've read it more than 15 times it's one of the most favorable of one of the parts of the Bibles that I love the most if you're called to ministry it's one area you should go and study very well because it really shows us the real prototype of how to do ministry with power and signs and wonders the book of Acts and every believer should actually read this book of Acts. It's so powerful and so loaded. And so, last week, I went back again to read the book of Acts. Starting from chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4. But this time around, I read it with a mindset of taking away everything supernatural from it. And I realized that it was just an empty book if you take away the supernatural workings in that book it's as though you're reading a textbook of knowledge so I realized that what really birthed the Christian faith was power and the power we are speaking of can never be said be demonstrated or be completed without the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is power when I read the book of Acts again I realized that the book of Acts was empty if I took away the Holy Spirit from it if every place where I see the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit if I take that away from that book, I only have a journal that is indication or an indication of the many things that happened to the apostles and to the disciples, but doesn't carry the weightiness and the power of their, of their demonstration to the saint. And so I came to a conclusion that the Holy Spirit in the New Testament listen to me is what Jesus is actually pointing us to you didn't hear what I just said the Holy Spirit is what Jesus because you see Jesus said that I am going to the Father but I'm going to send you another kind Aros Palacletos another of my kind so in other words Jesus was limited based on the fact that he was a being a human being Jesus was limited because everywhere you needed something to happen you had to send Jesus there he was limited in confines because he was a human and so every time you want to see miracles you remember the story of um Lazarus that was dead the siblings said if you had come three days before this guy wouldn't have died 
it says behold i'm the resurrection and the life but you see they had to wait for jesus three days before the miracle could occur so you can see that even in the matthew mark luke and john there were limitations the limitations was jesus ah you didn't hear what i just said the limitation itself was jesus so jesus himself said that i want to take myself away as a limitation because the miracles that you are seeing is me that i have to come to perform it so i am going to have to leave the scene so that somebody who is limitless the holy spirit of god who is in germany at this time and also here in lekki at this time he said if i don't go this third person would not come because what you are seeing that you are saying ah this jesus is powerful is a taste of the possibilities of the holy spirit when jesus left the miracles that his disciples started to do was not compared to what jesus did jesus would have to go to a place to raise the dead but peter would have to send aprons and they would come back jesus would have to go to a place and heal the sick but ate them but peter's shadow would begin to heal the sick the limitation of jesus wasn't seen in the limitations with the holy spirit so he said you had better go to jerusalem and wait not waiting because every believer has to go and wait because that's a mystery and sometimes um, a misconception that many people believe that for you to receive the holy spirit you have to tarry that's a lie if you have to tarry because god said jesus said go and tarry in jerusalem for the promise of the spirit it means that every one of us has to go to jerusalem if we're going to first filled with the holy spirit the only thing required for you to be filled with the holy spirit is to give your life to christ first stop and desire the infilling of the holy ghost and from that moment the power of the godhead i call the holy spirit the messenger of the presence of the lord and the presence of the lord carries glory the presence of the lord carries power when that messenger of the presence is not now there's a difference between the holy spirit and angels angels don't live inside of you they live outside but the holy spirit cannot live in outside it is inside and upon you the spirit upon you and the spirit within you and it comes in the fullness and the power and the glory of the godhead so jesus said to the disciples the most important person you need truly is not me because if it was me then i have to wait with you too forever said so the most important person you should desire your life is the holy spirit and you saw the difference the moment the disciples got that person in their life they became another being the first example you will see was in the book of acts chapter 3. here was peter and john going by the gates of beautiful I hope you know that that guy scripture recorded that that's the place he's always there he's always there so there could be a possibility that even in the days of jesus that guy was there but there were guys who got the holy spirit and they were just intoxicated by him in that day they went in the hour of the time they said silver or gold i have not what i have i give to you you see 
when you have the Holy Spirit in your life but here's the problem let me quickly divert a little bit the problem most times is that many of us are not aware you know I've taught you this again and again and you must hear this not only with your physical years but with the years of your spirit in this kingdom your rulership is dependent on your awareness let me say it to you again your rulership your enthronement is highly dependent on your awareness what you are not aware about you can never walk in i'm telling you the honest truth what you are not aware about you can never walk in it i shared a story the first time that i went to the united states i got into that place i woke up around 5 or 6 a.m because i was already used to the fact that in nigeria once nepa brings the light the fastest and the smartest thing you have to do is iron your clothes for the week my first time in america i entered there's 5 a.m i woke up brought out my clothes i was ironing the person who was in the same room with me the, came outside and said ah, why are you why are you the meeting is still 10 o'clock i was not aware that where i am now is different from where i'm coming from in the things of the spirit so is it you might be born again but you are not aware of the power that you carry inside so you are ironing clothes where you need to relax awareness consciousness that's why i pray for you again may light dawn in your heart may light that would bring illumination and awareness to the things of god and in your personal life may that light dawn in your spirit and so there the apostles and the disciples became aware of what they carried and that's why everywhere they went to you see how the testimony of stephen was the bible talking about stephen i think it's acts chapter 7 i think it's verse 35 talking about how that we're going to get someone who is what full of the spirit they became conscious that for us to bring people into leadership there must be a criteria the fullness of the spirit they don't want to walk with mere men because they know that anyone who has the holy spirit in them is stronger more powerful as straighter stature in the things of god even people that don't have you have the mighty one inside of you i call it the flood of the spirit the mighty Russian river of God out of that belly flows that river of living water it's the Godhead himself it lives inside of you you see children of God remember this book Good Morning Holy Spirit by Bennett Hinn Benin Hinn one of the best ways to become very aware and conscious of the Holy Spirit is to literally acknowledge him every time you see when we say thank you holy spirit it is not a christian language or a church lingua it's helping you more than helping god write it again write it down write it down the moment you said that it is not then the holy spirit comes it's always been there but it helps your own consciousness and your own awareness thank you holy spirit of god you are with me and you are in me you see every time you say that something rise on your inside something just something just wakens up wakes up on your inside thank you Holy Spirit 
every time I'm coming to preach the moment I climb on the stage I might not say it outside but I say it in my spirit thank you Holy Spirit I'm aware that you are right here with me you are here with me you go for a business meeting thank you Holy Spirit you go for a doctor's report thank you Holy Spirit do you know that even when they give you those reports and you become more aware it stabilizes your atmosphere thank you Holy Spirit it's one of the best things any believer can say if all that you got in this session is to keep that word in your mouth over and over and over again I've done a good job by teaching you thank you Holy Spirit you are in me I'm conscious of your presence I'm conscious of your power your power is at work in me and through me <laughs> my hands are the hands of God glory be to God the Holy Spirit of God is right here with me do you know it's that same spirit that said let there be light and there was light the spirit of God that was moving around the face of the deep he saw darkness and said there cannot be darkness where I am light be and there was light that's the spirit of God inside of you the very helper look at what Jesus said he said I'm not going to leave you alone I'm going to send comforter to you comforter helper helper Pastor Laddy run please come another word of helper means standby please stand beside at the back of me now I want to fall don't think of all the all the bad things I've done to you and say this is your good time to show me Pepe just be nice to me amen <laughs> hey, glory to God now I just want to act like I'm going to fall now act I won't do right I'm going to act like I'm going to fall this is literally what it means for you to have to stand by do you see that even if you're going to go on your own it's always there it's always there let me put it this way to you is Jesus in your century is Jesus can you just imagine that the Jesus that walked the sea of Galilee is always with you I'm not talking about the pre-Jesus I'm talking about the resurrected one that one that John saw that fell like a dead man that's the one I'm talking about. That's the person that is always with you. You know, when people sing songs in church, sometimes I don't think, I think of the song. When we sing things like, He never leaves me. He said that He won't forsake me. He walks beside me. And that is all that matters. See that line? That is all that matters. It means thousands can go men can walk away but you are all that matters you are all that matters I will make room for two you and I Holy Ghost you are all that matters you are all that matters it's not gonna leave you alone no. <laughs> you can fall in his hands 
let me tell you what the holy spirit doesn't catch you based on selective happenings it is not where you do good things they say let's quickly crap the love of the father actually shows up higher when there is bad are you hearing what i'm saying because ah, holy spirit is right here lift your hands and just and just acknowledge him right here in your life thank you holy spirit of god let me tell you something thank you holy spirit the word holy spirit right there many people think it is holy which is correct the word holy actually the true meaning of the word holy in the greek actually means separation so when we say the holy spirit we are actually saying the separated one for you that is why he is the one that convicts is the one that separates is the one that consecrates and i said in lake i'm gonna teach i don't even feel like there any hands I'm teach this session in the afternoon i'm going to close early that demon demonology matter i'm gonna teach it truly today Now, thank you, Pastor Ladi. Number one importance of the Holy Spirit. It empowers you to bear witness of Jesus. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. The Holy Spirit empowers you to bear witness of Jesus. Acts 1 verse 8. Media. It says that um, and ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. He then says, you would be what? Witnesses to me in Judea, in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So, what this literally means is that you cannot truly witness the power of the resurrection of Christ without the Holy Spirit it means that evangelism is failure without the Holy Spirit there because I'll tell you something your words don't convict men it's the Holy Spirit that convicts your emotional manipulation doesn't change man let me tell you something man is tougher than goat <laughs> human being tougher than goat what they want to do see the end of a goat is to kill the goat then you have win of your one but man <laughs> have you noticed that you get endeared towards what they tell you not to do is man the moment they say don't that's what to, that's what happened to adam and eve don't touch that thing that's what you want to touch because the curiosity of why shouldn't i touch and so evangelism is rendered powerless useless 
waste of time people don't give their life to christ because you wake up 6 a.m and you are shouting if you don't give your life hell is real oh god there are people who want to go to the hell as adventure i hope you know <laughs> adventure one time i saw something they took balloon from the earth to the sky then people were eating food on balloon in the sky I will not enter in the sky. You are eating balloon. I say eating balloon. You are you are fellowship inside balloon. People have adventure. I you know I remember one time my wife, she's not here. I'm sure she's watching. Let me let me let me give her a Christmas gift. One day she said she wanted adventure. You want adventure? All right, God of adventure, let's go. So we went to, I don't know if it was Dubai or something. Okay, there's two two stories. Let me share the first one. Can't remember, but so we went to this. Um, I think it was a beach. So there's one thing I don't know what they call that thing. That thing likes to roll. Ferris to Fausto. Okay, that thing you called it. <laughs> so she said she wants us to do. Oh yeah, now let's do. You know those people they are very smart. They will start small. You could feel say. Uh, this thing no hard now. Nah. This thing no bad. It's in there right. Then start going. Chuk -chuk -chuk -chuk. As the thing started, chuk -chuk -chuk -chuk. I just hear, Mommy! I said, Which mommy for where? We go there, this thing no. <laughs> mommy, I want to drop. Drop there. Can you drop this plane? We are going to complete this thing. <laughs> drop where? And so, people, a lot of people love adventure, you know. I'm not really you know that's how someone went to do adventure inside lions den have you heard the story before I went to feed lion <laughs> this these white people they they try things so you just enter zoo the only adventure way you see for them are to feed lion <laughs> hey, don't feed lion in lagos nigeria those euro people they, they are taking care of them oh. don't go to zoo and feed lion no those lions they are hungry in this country <laughs> in fact don't go to a zoo and feed chicken i'm just joking because this our nigeria they starve them to death so <laughs> even chicken can devour human being when they see humans <laughs> amen now what brought me to this thing i'm saying now right adventure evangelism and so the holy spirit is the power behind the evangelism that you do do you know that when you want to talk to an unbeliever you must be conscious of the holy spirit so that the holy spirit speaks to you
you write a goal for the year i don't have goals me not because i don't want them because when i write my goal i must do everything to achieve it you see prophecies are not self-fulfilling it requires the partnership between god and man when you put something in your heart that god tells you to do there is a responsibility of you and there's a responsibility of god your own responsibility is to be diligent said that with man who is what diligent in his business it will stand before kings and not before men men be responsible with the visions of God for your life. Somebody lift your hands and say, I hear. Holy Spirit, I've heard that one. the fulfilling of it Colossians 4 17 say ye unto Archippus take heed to the ministry that he has received from the Lord that he may fulfill it be diligent with what God has given you in the year 2022 the one that you are carrying over in 2021 carry it over well and do it quickly there is no set time or appointed time the appointed time timing i've seen that the rise of many people in the kingdom requires timing you see you must pay attention to the seasons of god for your life the timings of god for your life you must pay attention to it every time there is a whisper in your heart and god gives you a word or something to do have you realized that when he gives you the something to do it comes with grace because every word of god comes with grace that grace is the divine enablement to make it easy to do. Let me say it again. The grace for that word is the divine enablement to make that thing easy for you to do. But you see, the moment you don't do it in the timing the Spirit of the Lord has asked you to do it, you now come into a timing of yours. Though you want to do it, but the grace to do it is no longer there. So it seems as though you are struggling to do it. You want to do it. You want to obey. That's why delayed obedience, obedience is still disobedience. You must learn how to be prompt to the instructions of God. If it's God has said it, I will run with it. I don't confine with flesh and blood. I don't create communities or, com uh, or committees to argue or disargue on what God has told me. I don't. I run.
me, you put the right people in your in a business. Who can hear the voice of God with you? Because the moment you bring people into something that the Holy Ghost have said and they begin to discharge unbelief, you have killed the vision of God, and God doesn't hold them responsible. It is you who He gave the vision responsible, He would hold. That's why every time God tells you something to do, you must learn how to say, I know what God told me. I know what God told me. I know I'm not arguing, it's not we are not calling a board meeting to decide on this matter. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. The same way the apostles picked people full of faith and full of the spirit to the apostleship is the same way you must always pick people who are full of faith and full of the spirit in your board. Now there might be people who have certain expertise that are not Christians in your board. It's okay to bring some of those people in because they have certain knowledge that you need and knowledge is what makes things work. But you must understand that their words into you is limited based on the fact that they don't have the connection and the fullness of the spirit. So I can take your knowledge, we can work with your knowledge, but what God told me to do is what will stand no matter what. I'm talking to business owners right now. Thank you, Jesus. Even when it comes to ministry, you don't appoint based on who you can see in the physical. You appoint people in the spirit. You appoint them based on what you can see of them, not what you can see of them now. Because what you see of them is temporal behavior. You must let our pastors listen to this. You must learn how to see beyond the scene so that you can make decisions of the unseen. Because the unseen will be what will accomplish the seen by the spirit. Full of the spirit. Same way with marriage. You don't marry based on looks, based on finance or not finance. Ask everybody. See, I always say this. I told someone some days ago. I said, if you are single, clap for yourself. Like literally, if you are single right here, clap for yourself. Like just, just be singing the song. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Like be singing it every time. Thank you for saving me. I'm telling you, that's your song, go. Married people want to leave marriage. Single people want to enter. Do you really understand what it means to be married? Let me tell you the definition of marriage. Endless forgiveness. If you are not ready for it, don't, don't touch it. Endless forgiveness. Like, you must just be in auto-forgive. And it's hard. You must, that's why you must be full of the Spirit. Forgiveness is not easy. Are you? I know Pastor Dede is very, he's a man of God. He forgives me very easily every time I... But you see, forgiveness is not easy. Do you know the hardest people to forgive? The people you love. You broke up with your boyfriend when you were on campus. You understand how hard it was. You cursed him. Cursed his father. Cursed his mother. But you told him you loved him. I will die for you. Lay down my life for you. You went to buy SOP. Is he SOP? Those, um, and for sure, Mrs. Adequa, I know you bought those things. For sure, I know. The love king, you'll put those things, those um lyrics. So I said the lead to pray. Low my dreams to take me. You sang that song, but you still cursed him. That boy is a mad fellow. God will punish all his family, his father-in-law and his sister-in-law. What did his sister-in-law do? Love. When you want to marry, you marry by the spirit. <laughs> 
you know, single people when they're in love, they don't know there's tough time coming. <laughs> Doctor's report comes. <laughs> you think it's only love report. I love you to talk your own. <laughs> okay. Okay. Life will train you stability. If you are not married, clap again for yourself. <laughs> Somebody who's not married say, oh, well, thank God I'm not married that guy. Oh, well, oh, well, just because it's good to be married. It's okay. And listen, if you are not married, there's no pressure. You have, it's okay. Some people, you're 45. It's okay. Yes, you should marry. But that's all, that's the only accomplishment you want to make in your whole life that I want to be married. <laughs> I'm touching things by the spirit. Do you know the greatest accomplishment? To leave the purpose of your father. Even if it's minute in the grand scheme of things. The purpose of the father is not who has the highest followers. Or who has the greatest impact. No, that's not the purpose of God. That's what social media taught you. The purpose of the father is what he has told me to do part time. Do you know what that means? It means that if he tells me to attend church on Sunday and I come, I'm fulfilling the purpose part time simple we've made supernatural too spectacular that purpose means one day they just usher you in and there are just thousands of people following you like this then they give you the mic then you do like this then five people fall down say ah oh he's purpose oh he's demon feeling the assignment of heaven and i can stand before my father my father face to face and you say boy chop knuckle you've done me proud and I fulfilled purpose and I don't care if the nations hear my voice or if the world doesn't hear my voice as long as on the resurrection day when I see my father face to face he wraps me in his hand with glory and he said my son you did me proud on the face of the earth then I have done the will of my father Jesus said as it is written in the books so do I what is written in the books many people are fulfilling what is written out of the books what is written about their friends in their own books but you are supposed to fulfill what God writes about you even if listen not everybody is going to be Dangote or Bill Gates and it's okay to be whatever God has called you to be not everybody is going to own a Fortune 500 company it's okay to be a staff in an organization not everybody is going to be a CEO a boss or an MD it's okay to serve your way to the top it's okay to serve and even die while seven as long as as long as my purpose is accomplished that's why jesus was highly exalted why he fulfilled purpose scripture says that god highly exalted him and gave him a name above every other name why he fulfilled his agenda and lift up your two hands and say in this earth i fulfill god's purpose for my life irrespective of what people think irrespective of what people accomplish and call as purpose i fulfill the calling of god for my life People want to make billions it's okay to make billions but you see some people's purpose don't require that that's why every that's the simple reason why everybody will not be a billionaire that's the simple reason that's the simple reason your purpose don't require it it's okay let me tell you something do you know the most powerful in my own opinion the most powerful person in the old testament new testament Anna and Simon in the New Testament they were the intercessors of Jesus they said 
We are not going to die until we see this guy. Do you know what was going on in Israel at those times? Herod, which is the spirit currently ruling Nigeria, the spirit of Herod, that would kill the young ones and potentials. Government, ah, I've hit something. Thank you, Jesus. Government who would be in power, but every promising child must die. So they said, let us kill every male child in the whole of Israel. But there was Anna and Simeon in the temple praying. God does nothing on the earth except man prays. So in the case of Jesus, he had to put a burden in the heart of those two people to keep praying. As they were praying, the angel of God had to show up and say, Joseph, carry your son and leave now. Because some people were praying. When they saw Jesus at the temple of dedication, they said, now I can go and be with the Father. Compose accomplished. Do you think in heaven they are going to have a smaller chair or a smaller crown? No, sir. They ensured that something was bred on the earth. The Holy Ghost we've gathered around together to talk about could not be accomplished without those people. Because if Jesus was dead, the Holy Ghost was not coming. Can you see the chain reaction in the grand scheme of things that you're just obeying God and paying attention to that little secondary school, that little primary child that God has told you to pay attention to? Even if it's just one, you have accomplished purpose. No pressure. Make now follow me, run my race. Everybody stay your race. <laughs> Run your race, embrace your race, and enjoy your race. Don't be, don't try to be Sherlock Holmes. Brings into your remembrance. It brings things, pardon me, into your remembrance. John chapter four and verse twenty-six. It brings things. The Holy Spirit brings things into your remembrance. John chapter four and verse twenty-six. All right, let's go. And Jesus said unto her, "I that speak unto them." Verse continue verse 27 John chapter 14 pardon me John chapter 14 and verse 26 thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you All right John 14 it says but the holy but the comforter which the holy ghost who, which is the holy ghost pardon me which the father would send in my name he would teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Like we always say, there is no remembrance if there is no what? Um, what's the English to use? Tell me, baby. If there is no deposit. Now, let me tell you this. The Holy Spirit cannot remind you of a scripture you've not read before. Do you know that? Now, you can know certain principles of the kingdom supernaturally. How many of you did you really listen to a message on giving before you started giving? For some, and I'm not just talking about church giving, giving to the poor, giving. You just knew that this thing is what I should be doing supernaturally. Same with honor, of course. For honor, some of you, your parents beat you into honor. Like African parents taught us honor by force. Like you have to honor. <laughs> I remember my late mom. My late mom does. She doesn't beat during the day. During the day, it's sunny now. It does it. Is at night. She 
wake you up pa, 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 from sleep. Oh! How many of you did stu- if you're, if Genzas, please don't talk. If you're Genzas here, don't talk. <laughs> if you did stu down, there's this one. What's monkey something? Huh? It's like, you don't like My years is long, it's my mama. My, she put it in. <laughs> I remember one time, I think in my primary school, I came toward, so I ran home. I told my mom, Mommy, I'm tired. I thought she was going to she was going. And once my mom does that, my mom was a disciplinarian. And, ah, God, die. <laughs> We'll be doing morning devotion. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning. My elder sister and my mom, they fought. My elder sister, she was single. She was looking. Because why would you even come and be waking one pin at 5 a.m.? Why? Eh? Why? We wash place, we'll go and sleep. Then 5 a.m., you have woke. You know they sleep. <laughs> they wake up 5 a.m. It's so annoying sometimes. Even on Saturday when we are not going out. Allow the sleep now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember this one time. <laughs> my mom was cooking in the kitchen. My sister. Women, you know, new generation, things have changed. Can you be cook? Can your mom be cooking and you're in the kitchen watching film? <laughs> watching film. Film. <laughs> you go enter that pot of soup. My mom was, was doing morning devotion. My, my sister, she wasn't singing, so we were singing songs. My mom would be beating her, and she'd be singing it. Karinfuluke, I know you came from beating her. <laughs> and be singing. Let's clap for our mothers, you know. They, they, and that's why you must train your child. All this new generation, I don't beat him. He's, a, he's, he's rubbish, oh. Now, you can't be beating your children like dogs. And it's to papa. Because the one they did for us. <laughs> Some of them are chop rope. They chop rope, chop koboko, chop iron, chop wire, chop omorogu, sleepers, <laughs> chop anger, stretching anger. That one slap now, like welcome now. If they want to welcome you, if they want to start the beating, they go introduce with slap. Backhand, front slap. Papa, papa. I remember your mom punch you like literally they go box you say this this lab no they work for this picking the demon waiting inside now box in need <laughs> a new generation parents and mom now like mom I don't watch Netflix it's known I don't like Netflix I want to go to the cinema come on junior don't go today mom don't you be silly mom you need to be a work 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 mom Say, Junior, I'm work, mom. I'm work, son. And say, fuck off, mom. F word. And can you can you even spell? Can you can it even can even come out of your? Can you even think about it when you are amongst them? New generation using F word for parents. That's why they will come to school and use F words. That's why they will come to school and bully people. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you this. 
when it comes to bullying that thing is not something a child just becomes it's a lie a child have watched food not just film family film either from associations friendships somewhere it picked up something in psychology a child wakes with grows with tabula rasa it's blank state something must be impressed the community the place the family the behavior everything must impress something into that child's life you say sit down you say, i'm not sitting down and you just go come back i don't even know why i say sit you will not now sit what kind of this was be sitting down or be sitting down ah clap for your mothers again <laughs> You go tell your mama, say, I not just want sit. Or you go party, they say, you go drink coke. They just welcome you with coke. I used to just collect. <laughs> you just collect coke. Coke. Coke kill you today. They go put it. They won't even touch you while you are there. Just be smiling with you. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Such a great guy. <laughs> My son very wise i like him <laughs> from that statement you don't they cry you don't they cry you don't they shiver <laughs> mommy ah, junior now junior. the guest goes why is he crying that's how he does when he's feeling cold he cries sometimes <laughs> now the king when you want chop now you know they prepare for you be that <laughs> You know that God chastises us as well. Ah, PD, I'm entering things. One of the high points of the love of the Father is chastisement. Scripture says about Jesus that Jesus lent obedience through the things he suffered. Jesus lent obedience. You, nobody can talk to you. Nobody. The only person that can talk to you is God. That's a dangerous person. Me, oh, me, the thing me about me is that if God doesn't tell me direct and talk to me, I don't talk to anybody. Call God for me. Make you follow me. Call. Make you call my number. You just know that one is a demon. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Let's train up our children's right. And we train them from their young. When they are small, that's when we start. When they are small. Glory to God. Glory to God. You'll see your children's children. I've told you the impulse of the spirit. You will see your children's children. You will carry your children with your hands. When it's time, you will bless your children with your lips. You will not know shame anymore. You will not know sorrow anymore. The Lord will turn your captivities around. The Lord will give you a new song. He will give you a new story. By this time next year, you are coming with your story of joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I prophesy we are dedicating yours this year, this coming year. In the name of Jesus Christ, I stretch forth the sword of the Spirit and I declare it so right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. And in the name of Jesus, I come in turn. God in God in three presence. 
commit them to the Lord. Raise them in the knowledge of God. I said something at the feast of Kedja. I said there is no small spirit and big spirit. They are all spirit. Expose your children to the word from small. From small. As you are hearing a message, don't. it's not every time. It's good to play um, Komelon for them. As you are listening to a message, sometimes keep them there. Let them be hearing into you. Their spirit is hearing it. Their spirit has ears and eyes. There's no small spirit and big spirit. There's, are you hearing what I'm talking about? Train them. When they need to be spanked, don't... You see, the, road, the work of a shepherd, and I hope you know you are a shepherd, you are a pastor over your children. It's the rod and the staff. One is to bring direction. One is to bring order. Spread the rod and spot the child. You must learn how to use the rod sometimes. Yeah. And use it well. Of course, not beat a child to the point where they are just bleeding. No, no those are excesses. Those are crazy demonic things. But let, you see, when a child wants to do something, let them think about the mother twice. That's why some of you did not when you are on campus, when you think about what your mom can say, if they find out, do you know that you are on campus, you want to go for a party, your mom is in Obomosho, but you are scared of going. Because you might just show up at the party and your mom is there too. As if they were like spirits. <laughs> Not present, but strong spirits. Don't be a weak parent. And the job is not only for the mothers. The fathers must be present. You not say, yeah, just make it a train and they go. When they reach five, I will take over. You don't know anything. At the age of three, they've decided the child don't they know anything one do. You start from there. My little daughter. If you do, she don't turn. Very good. I, I, said, I, I told her she's, she's not, not watching Coco Melon for one day. Coco came, Coco that brother. So you go down the train them. That's when he big, when he baraka, I can't explain, explain things to them. <laughs> explain what? Child will not grow. You are talking to a child, is there anything like this? At three. Ah. We are not in Europe. They can be doing their madness. We are not in Europe. We are not in Europe. The gospel was not written in Europe. Jesus told disciples, go and tarry in Jerusalem. Don't leave. Oh. New generation. He said, go and pray. <laughs> they pray, they talk popcorn. Find your go, come No training, no stability, no strength, no order, no government. No, no, no vigor, no power, no waiting power. Weak, just on top. People have eaten destiny. On top, best destiny. If you can't control your mouth, you can't control destiny. Do you know that? Fasting is not only when you have a problem. Fasting is the lifestyle of a believer. It's part of the constraint of a believer. You are Jehovah.
you are Jehovah. You are the mighty man in battle. You are Jehovah. You are the mighty man of war. Everyone under the sound of my voice that your brother, your siblings are giving the family a tough time. By the anointing of God right now, I stretch forth my hands. And I declare, let that yoke be destroyed right now by the anointing. Let that yoke be destroyed right now by the anointing. Let that son come back to order. Let that daughter come back to order. Let that son come back to order. Let relevant relationships begin to come their way. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Please be seated. I promise you I would get out of your face in 15 minutes. I promise you. I promise you. All right, number three. I said the Holy Spirit brings to you to your remembrance. So you have to study to show yourself approved so that there are things it can remind you of. Number four, the Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus. John chapter 15, verse 26. The Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus. The Holy Spirit must always point to one person, Jesus. Jesus. In everything that he does in your life, it's pointing to one person. If he gives you a good job, it's pointing to Jesus, not to you. If he gives you a good marriage, Jesus. Even with the gift of the Spirit, Jesus. When we operate in the gift of the Spirit, we must understand that the gift of the Spirit must only exalt one person, Jesus, not you. Take yourself out of the line. The spirit of pride and the gift of the spirit work together. And the spirit of the pride is Lucifer. So the moment you move into the spirit of pride, it's Lucifer now operating. That's why it's very important to judge all spirits. That even when prophecies are coming, coming out and they are correct, you must judge the place it's coming from. Where is this thing coming from exactly? Is it pride of Nami Tokam, Nami Duam, Nami Mika Hapon? Or Jesus is Lord. It must always point to Jesus as Lord. The Lord of the earth. The Lord of the harvest. The King of the earth. The King of Zion. Glory to God. Glory to God. As I said the King of Zion, I just felt something powerful right here. The King of Zion. Yeshua Amashiach. The only true God. All other gods, they are works of men. Yeah. Muslim, Buddhist, everything is still works of men. Visible and invincible, still works of men. But you are the living God, the only true God. There is no one like you. All other gods bow at the mention of your name. Pharaoh and his horsemen down at the mention of your name. Even Dagon fell down when the Ark of Covenant came right beside him. You are the God of heaven. There is no like you. You are all powerful. You are all knowing. You are all wise. The I am that I am. The ancient of days. The one that can never die. The eternal God. The lily of the valley. The bright and monastery. The God of my journey. The God of my days. The God of my fathers. The God of my becomings. The God of my future. The God of my past. The God of my presence. The Jehovah Shakalom. The holy true God. I Talaban Talagatash. Jehovah Sabiot. The God of the angels army. He speaks and we hear in heaven and on earth. The 
that shakes at the mention of his name. I love the Ducey song that says, You speak from heaven. We call it thunder. All right? You are amazing. <laughs> you shout from heaven. I don't know the song very well. You call it rainbow. That's amazing. What's the third one? And you. All right. We call it. That's amazing. I love this one. You made me. And you made me. In your likeness. Super amazing. Super amazing. You are amazing, God. Come and sing. You are amazing, God. You are amazing. You are amazing, God. You are amazing. All right. Number five. The Holy Spirit convicts sinners. John chapter 16, verse 8. The Holy Spirit, number six, is the spirit of revelation. The spirit of revelation. It teaches you all things. It's the spirit of revelation. It's, you know, I was talking about light yesterday. That, you see, if you want to walk in the light I'm talking about, you have to engage the Holy Spirit. Because it's the spirit of revelation. The spirit of light. The spirit of illumination. teaches you all things. I wish I had time. I would have taught on each of this deep word. Number seven, the Holy Spirit glorifies God through signs and wonders. When you see signs and wonders, it's the Holy Spirit at work. But he's doing one thing to glorify the name of God. Number six, number eight, I believe, the Holy Spirit guides you into all truth. John chapter 16 and verse 13. Number nine, the Holy Spirit regenerates your human spirit and gives life to your mortal body. Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells on your inside, the same spirit will quicken up your mortal bodies. So the Holy Spirit gives life to your mortal body. Say after me, I have the Holy Spirit in me and so I have the life of God in me. Everything in my life everything inside of me is revitalized right now my cells my organs my body parts receives that life and they are quickened in the name of Jesus everything in my body begins to function effectively efficiently the way Christ originally created them to function i have the life of god so body yeah ye the word of the lord function perfectly now via the life of god hallelujah 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 rejoice Hallelujah. Rejoice. Hallelujah. 
I tell you something just happened to your bodies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hypertension disappears right now. Hallelujah. Fallopian tubes open up right now. Hallelujah. High blood pressure disappears right now. Hallelujah. Deafness disappears right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 The curse of the Lord is destroyed. Hallelujah. Generational curses destroyed. Hallelujah. You do mind blowing things. Amazing God. You do mind blowing You do. just move to another level Amen. believe this prophet right here believe what I just said believe what I just said you would see the rush supernatural advertisement Man, God will just send you, begin to run to your business get ready to open new chapters new businesses get ready and run as the Lord has given you an instruction run with it run with it run with it Testimonies were abound. I, I, I see businesses opening up. Money and money, finances coming to your hands in a way you have never seen, anticipated or expected. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Blessings and glory. Wisdom, thanksgiving. Remind me this song, write it down. The next session, I'm going to pick it up. Don't forget, please. I'm looking forward to that session, my God. Let me stand up. Let me give you the remaining three. Let's stand. All right. Number five. Number nine is um, it gives you direction. The Holy Spirit gives you direction. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. It gives you direction. You know what way to go. You know what decisions to make. Lift your two hands and say after me, I will never again be without direction. I won't walk lawlessly in life. I know what to do, how to do, with whom to do, in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit gives you direction. Number 11, I've taught this one, but the Holy Spirit helps you to pray. For we do not know what to pray as we ought to, but the Holy Spirit with deep sighs and groans 
we can alter with words. Romans chapter 8 verse 26. Romans chapter 8 and verse 26. And finally, the Holy Spirit gives you speed. David, please come. The Holy Spirit gives you speed. The speed of the Spirit in your health, in your finances, in your ministry, in your life. It gives you speed. I'm going to give us, teach us a song for Lecky. The song I want you to sing into the year 2022. The Holy Spirit giving you speed. There's going to be so much speed in this year. Ah. Tell your neighbor, don't think you know me, oh. Don't think you know me. David. Praise God. So the first line of this song says, It's my time for speed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can you just repeat after me? Say, It's my time for speed. I am carried by prophecy. I am carried on eagle's wings. I accelerate. Hallelujah. It's my time for speed. I am carried by prophecy. I am carried on ego's wings. I accelerate. It's my time for speed. I am carried by prophecy. I am carried on ego's wings. I accelerate. Your voice. Oh, 
when I sent him this song and I started hearing it's my time of speed I'm carried by prophecy I accelerate if you were in 20 kilometer before why have you seen a movie before? you know when you watch movies DVD there's times two there's times four, there's times six, times six, twelve, times sixteen, and times thirty-two. I accelerate. Lucky, this is a prophetic word over you. Believe the word and believe this prophet. You're going to sing those songs over and over and over again. And you watch what 2020 would be for you. Welcome to a new year. hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. 
So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in His presence.